0: This is Chan Smith. I am uploading all of my old podcasts onto a new uh, podcast hosting service. All of the phone numbers and addresses will be different in these old podcasts. So just note that any email addresses, phone numbers, Mailing addresses and website URLs may be different. This is Revivalist Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Podcast 32 titled Godly Friends and Family. Let's pray. God, I ask you to bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you that your anointing and your power fall on me while i'm recording this and following the people that's listening to this podcast god i ask you god to bless everybody get them saved god in the name of jesus bring their family closer closer to you bring them closer to you i asked you god to set them free from all the addictions that bind them and uh, and that they're in in the name of jesus i asked you god that you would just uh, help them see that it's important to the people that they have around them, God, I ask you, God, that they will see that it's important that they have godly people around them. In the name of Jesus, God, ask you to bless them, set them free, set their family free, set their friends free. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, God, to bless them in every way. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Let's go into the Bible and read Proverbs twelve twenty six. It says the righteous should. Choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. We should be careful who we have as friends, who we surround ourselves with. Because if we think that we're just going to keep them as friends, and we're going to win them to God, and they're doing really ungodly things, and you hang around them constantly, and you are, are really, really close to them, as chances are they're going to pull you down that they're going to they they're, you're not going to change them they're going to change you cuz that's what it says in the bible proverbs 11:14 it says where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multitude of counselors there is safety So that's why I'm going to read a lot of verses to you about this, because you have a multiple verses so you can have safety and knowing that you're not going to fall if you watch out who's around you. And Proverbs 24, 5 through 6, it says, A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength, for by wise counsel you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors there is safety. A wise counsel you have a multitude of wise people, it's going to be safety. Proverbs twenty seven, seventeen, is iron shoppers iron, so as a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Iron shoppers iron, you need if you have a godly friend, they're gonna sharpen you, you're gonna even be more godly. And second Corinthians 6, 14 through 18, it says, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness, and what accord has Christ with Belial, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever, and what agreement has a temple of God with idols? For for you are the temple of the living God, and As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That is a very powerful verse. It says, come be separate from among them. It doesn't mean you can't talk to them and be friends, cordial to them and uh, whatever. But be careful how close you are to them because they will pull you down. If they have having a party where they're drinking all around and they're doing drugs and stuff, you walk out the door. Don't be a part of that. I know you're supposed you to post, uh, be friends to them, be nice to them. That doesn't mean that you have to condone that kind of lifestyle. You need to get away from that kind of stuff because especially if you pro- if you having problems with alcohol and you want to get free from that alcohol, it's going to be possible you stay free from that alcohol while you're going around people that's drinking and uh, having parties that's alcohol. You're not going to be able to stay free from that. You're going to fall. Be separate away from that. Separate yourself from the people that do that so you can stay free from that that's very important and if you are doing drugs and if you want to get free from drugs you're not going to stay free from it if you're riding around in the same car with somebody that's doing that kind of stuff or in the home with somebody that's doing that get away from that get away from them if you want to stay free get a uh, choose your friends. If you have godly friends that keep challenging you to stay free it says the wise uh, you know i have a multitude of counselors if you have godly friends around you that keep uh telling you uh, you need to stay free from that you know and keep uh keep saying you can stay free and keep uh, being there for you and doesn't do drugs and doesn't drink and um keeps pushing you to read God's Word and to stay in God's presence, then that's a good way to st- you to keep free and you- so you can stay safe, safe from all of that stuff. And that's very important. If you uh, surround yourself with friends that are in that, that's ungodly counsel. And uh, you're going to fall, and you're going to get into that. They're going to tell you, oh, it's okay. You can still be saved and drink. But if you're an alcoholic, it's not going to just be one drink. It's going to be a multiple drinks. And if you're not an alcoholic, that little drink is going to keep getting more and more and more and more Then you will be an alcoholic. That's what it does. It binds you. It cripples you. And you need to have godly friends to separate yourself and uh, be separate and do not touch the unclean things. Don't uh, be uh, really close to them because they're going to pull you down. That's uh, biblically sound. You need to be careful. That's not, don't say you can be a light of this world. You said you are the light of this world. But that doesn't mean that you can hang around them when they're doing all that bad stuff. They leave. Show them by example. Show them that you don't approve of it by walking off and don't say nothing. Just say I'm you know, or if you're going to say something just say I'm sorry. I'm going to leave. I cannot be around this stuff and you uh, go your own way and don't be around that. Be careful who your friends are. As they always say you are who your friends are. And uh, they will pull you down and you will be having multiple spiritual warfare battles just to keep that stuff off of you that's coming out of them, the demon spirits that are surrounding them. Be careful, be really careful who your close friends are. Don't, call, don't be close to them if they're doing ungodly things. Proverbs Thirteen twenty through 22 says he who walks with wise men will be wise but the companion of fools will be destroyed evil pursues pursues sinners but to the righteous God shall be repaid a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous it says wise men walk with wise men uh, Don't be a companion of fools. You will be destroyed. Evil soothes sinners. But the righteous good shall be repaid. We need to have wise, godly friends and not hang around. It says right here, be companion of fools. We need to be careful who our companions are. And that means who your close friends are, who you rely on, who you are. take advice from. Be careful with that. You want to rely on wise men. You want to hang around and be close with wise men because that will rub off on you. You don't want to um, take advice from a fool. You want to take advice from a wise man that knows what they're talking about. A wise man means a godly man, a knowledgeable and godly ways. You don't want to be hanging around a fool. You'll be destroyed. Philippians 3.2 it says beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of mutilation. We need to beware of evil workers. We need to know have a gift of discernment to know who we should have called as close friends. We need to beware of that and know the people and to beware of the mutilation that they will try to do. Proverbs fourteen six a scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it. But knowledge is easy to him who understands. 2 Thessalonians 3, 6-9 But we command you, brethren, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly and not according to the, to the traditions which he received from us. Verse 7, For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we are not disorderly among you, nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, not because we do not have authority, but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. It says we need to withdraw from every brother that walks disorderly and not according to the traditions which they have learned in the Bible and that they've learned from other godly men and withdraw from the people that, that are disorderly. And it says that uh, they didn't steal bread, that they worked and toiled for what they needed. And they didn't just eat free of charge and steal from somebody, they worked and. a That is very important. We should work and not steal from relying on everybody else. We need to work and toil for our own food. And uh, that's called stealing if you don't have a job. And uh, authority, they had authority, but they uh, wanted to live as an example. They wanted to work. As example, we should do live as an example and uh, separate ourselves and withdraw from people that walk disorderly and does not have the word of God in their heart and does not walk according to the word of God. We need to be careful with that. Romans sixteen twelve through twenty. It says, "Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offence, contrary to the doctrine which you learn, and avoid them. For those who are such do not." serve our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly and by smooth words and flattery speech deceive the hearts of the simple for your obedience has become known to all therefore I'm glad on your behalf but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil and the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Just note people that cause division and offense contrary to the doctrine which we learned. We need to be aware of those people. They serve their own belly and by smooth, smooth words and flattery speech deceive the hearts of the simple. Beware of those false prophets. Beware of those people that cause division and offenses. 1 Corinthians 15, 33-34. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin. For some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Woo, that's powerful. Do not be deceived. It says evil company corrupts good habits. Don't be around evil people constantly and call them close friends. That's going to corrupt your good habits. Your your uh, morals are going to be less and less and less and less because you think, well this is going to be okay, then this is going to be okay, then this is going to be okay. Be careful about those people. Don't be around them. Don't um, call them friends, Don't be in the company of them. Wake to righteousness, have righteous friends and do not sin. That's very important. We need to watch our company. And Matthew nineteen twenty-eight 28 through 30, says, So Jesus said to them, Assuredly I say to you, that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory, you who have followed Me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers, or sisters, or fathers, or mothers, or wives, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. What I feel he's talking about is, um, of course, if you're if you're married. Don't just leave your wife, or you can't leave your children, obviously. But what that means is your friends, is, um, be careful about your friends. And, uh, and if they come between you and God, leave them. Don't be friends with them. And uh, you'll be blessed. Blessed are those who leave it for his sake. And we need to uh, grab a hold of that and uh, know that we need to be careful who our friends are and who we hang around with and who we call our best friends and the people that we confide on. Uh, We need to uh, know what they're doing and have a gift of discernment and know, okay, maybe I shouldn't be friends with these people. Maybe I should watch out who I'm hanging around with. Maybe I should... uh, Watch out on my surroundings and be mindful of my surroundings. You need to be mindful of your surroundings. Don't go to somebody's house that's sitting there doing drugs and carrying on and having these parties. Be separate from that. It's not godly. I know some people think, oh, that's going to be, that's okay to hang around them. That's okay to, you know, go to their house. But what does it say in the Bible? What does it say in the Bible? You need to follow the Bible and not what other people are telling you that's a false doctrine. Obey God's word and live his word and not some made-up man religion. Follow God. Follow his word that's in the Holy Bible and obey his commandments. We don't need no man-made religion. Religion not going to save you. Jesus saves you. Follow Jesus. Be a disciple of Jesus be a Christian, Christ-like. Don't follow man's doctrine, the way to destruction. We need to follow Jesus and in inherit internal life. Just because somebody says that doesn't mean you got to automatically take it as a Doctrine. If it's not in the word of God, you throw it away. When it says clearly in the word of God that we need to be careful who our friends are and who we surround ourselves with. If you have some family members that are constantly pulling you down and do drugs and constantly... Um, be raiding you and belittling you and pulling you down. Get away from them. Get a don't surround yourself with them. Don't hang around them. Say I'm sorry, but you're not family anymore, and separate yourself from them. That's godly, and it will be for your benefit. And they sitting there threatening you, or if they doing drugs and carrying on, get away from them. It's not good for you. We need to follow the word of God and do it. That's not saying that you can't say hi to them everyone once in a while, but don't you call them friend, uh, best friends if they're not godly people. I'm sorry, people don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. That's the Word of God. you got some uh, ministers out there that preaches the contrary, but what does the Bible say about it? We need to be mindful of our surroundings. It says if you don't want to be a companion of fools, we need to know our friends. Says that they're going to corrupt you. They're going to make your good habits bad. We need to uh, be mindful of it. Don't be uh, letting your guard down. Put on the armor of God and know the people who are around you. Don't be around these people that are cussing all the time and it's drinking all the time and it's watching pornography. I'm sorry, people don't want to hear that, but separate yourself from that. It's impossible for somebody to stay free from that stuff if they're around people that are doing it. Separate yourself from them. Have godly people. Go to church. That's one reason why it tells you to go to church, so you can assemble yourselves among your brethren, among godly people. Hang around godly people. Eat with godly people. Talk to your godly people on a day-to-day basis so they can pull you up. Be uh, Strive to have friends that are more... Closer to God than you are, so they can help. uh, They be example to you, and uh, that's not to say you came to help somebody, but uh, be careful who you uh, uh, surround with. Surround yourself with on a day to day basis. I know people don't want to hear that, but I've just read a whole bunch of scripture that tells you the, the how it really is. If you go to somebody's house and if they're doing some drug and uh, smoke is everywhere you say i'm sorry i'm leaving and you get in your car and you leave and for your neighbor in their walking distance you walk back to your house get away from them i'm sorry but that's the way it has to be and when they get away from that or you know when they stop doing that and when they, that party's over you can talk to them but don't be around them when they're doing that. It's just going to pull you down. The demons are flowing from that. It's horrible. I know you got a light and it can shine, but it also what does it say in God's word? Because you're in flesh and you're going to be tempted by that. You will. Sometimes you will fall. You might not be that time, but eventually your guard will be lowered every time you hang around it. And it's going to be harder and harder and harder for you to resist it. Be careful of it. Need to walk, have godly, have godly friends. So Jesus said we can inherit eternal life. That means you, you know, if you separate yourself from those people, it says to leave them for His sake. That's what it's saying. That's not saying to leave the a, a children, but you have to take care of your children, but be careful. And they also talks about children. Um, Paul causes children that are. Is converts too. That's also talking about that in the Bible. The people that he led to Jesus, the young ones that's on milk, that's also another what they call children. It says, My children. That's also what he's talking about. And if you got some of your children, some of the people that you led to God, and uh, the people that uh, are under you spiritually, and for not getting it, and for not getting it, and they're still doing that stuff. Get away from them. And that's what he's talking about and when he says children. That children, what he's talking about, that's, that's what he's talking about. People he led to Christ. Because that's what he's talking about when it's children. And he said his sons, he always talks about some of these people that, and they're not really his children. He's talking about the spiritual, his spiritual children. And uh, we need to know what God's Word says, and we need to do it. We need to be, be obeyers of the Word and not hearers only. We need to be careful who we call our friends. And don't listen to these man-made doctrines that say, oh, that's okay to go to a house if they've got 100 people and they're all drunk and they're all doing drugs and they got these uh, uh, fornication everywhere. No, it's not okay. Get away from it. It's pulling you down. It's pulling you, it's stopping you from having a close walk with God. It's hindering your walk. You need to separate yourself from and be separate and be ye holy. We need to mind, be mindful of our friends. I had to do that myself. so I'm doing, I'm preaching to you what I've done. I'm not preaching you something that I haven't done, that I have se- i separated myself from some people that I didn't need to be friends with because I know that they was pulling me down. they was pulling me down when I decided I wanted to get back with God full, wholeheartedly. and they didn't want me to. So I separated myself from them. I said, okay, I'm done. Because you have to do that. You have to get away from the worldly people and then pull yourself to God and pull yourself into God's presence and be around godly people that's going to encourage you to get into God's presence and get away from people that doesn't want you to get in church. Separate yourself from them. If you're married, you're stuck with them. But I'm not saying that to get away from your wife or your husband, nonetheless, you go by the biblical ways that you can do that you need to if you got some cousins or your best friends and they pulling you down and they saying nah. You don't need to go at the church. I cannot believe you. You're going to go to church. It's going to make you a worse person. You're changing. You become judgmental and stuff like that. And just get away from them. if they telling you, "Well, how come you never want to hang around with me and drink anymore and get mad at you and belittle you?" Get away from them. Say, "I'm sorry, but I can't be your friend no more. Don't contact me anymore." And if you got a boyfriend or girlfriend that's pulling you down and getting mad at you and because you're going to church then they don't they don't need to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I'm sorry, but maybe eventually that might might, might not be a permanent thing and they might get saved then that would be okay to start talking to them again. But while they're doing that, you don't hang around them and be close to them. I'm sorry, but that's the word of God. I've done it myself, so I know what I'm talking about. We need to be mindful of who our friends are and who we have a close relationship with. It says it in the Word of God, so we need to do it. And if you out there and you're um, struggling, what, uh, look around at who your friends are and see how they act and what they're doing. Maybe that's the cause of why you're struggling. Maybe that's why you haven't gone through that 10th spiritual warfare. Look around and get a gift of discernment. Ask God for the gift of discernment. Let me pray for you. Sometimes you people don't know how to pray to ask for things. And uh, just repeat this after me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to give me the gift of discernment so I can discern the people that I need to be around. In the name of Jesus, amen. That's just that simple. Just ask Him for it. Like a child would ask the Father, for some ice cream or some water. Ask God for this gift. So how much more did God will give give good gifts to his children? So just ask him and he will give it to you. Give you the spiritual gifts. It's just that simple. And if you're out there and you're listening to this and this stirred your heart and you're not saved you want to get saved you want to get free from that addictions and that stuff and you want to get stay free from it and you want to separate yourself from those people that do that say the sinner's prayer after me dear jesus i come in your name to ask you this day to wash me in your blood i ask you to live inside of me and be my lord and savior and i ask you to free me from all the addictions and that have bound me up I ask you to be my Lord I ask you to free me in the name of Jesus I confess that you're my Lord and Savior I confess that you died on a cross for me I repent of the things that I have done the sins that I have committed and uh, the times that I've fallen short I repent of that and I ask you to give me strength to never do that again I ask you to give me strength and to give me discernment, to be mindful of my friends and to be separated from them. I ask you to give me strength to be separate from them and to have strength to know the ones I need to be separated from. I ask you to wash me in your blood. I ask you to write me in the book of life. I ask you to make me a new creation, a new man, and do way with the old man. I ask you to help me not to be a slave to sin, but a slave to you, Jesus, and your word. I ask you in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, amen. And if you just pray that, congratulations. You're now saved. Be mindful of your friends, and it'll be a lot easier to stay on the right path. I promise you. Know the people that you hang around, hang around with, and go to church and find these some godly people And hang around them and call them all the time when you're going through a hard time and not call your um, worldly friends because they're going to give you bad advice. You want somebody that gives you advice that's godly godly advice based on the word of God that's going to lead you to a, a right path. And I thank you for listening to this podcast and I thank God for the opportunity to do this podcast hope you got something out of it. I pray that God blesses you in every way. And I pray that God's glory falls on you and his presence falls on you. And you keep free from all of that stuff. And I'm glad that if you said that prayer and you are now saved. That's an awesome thing. That's what it's all about. And I thank God for this opportunity. And that's the best miracle when somebody gets saved and they get on the right path. Woo, glory, hallelujah. I ask God to bless you in every way that he pour his spirit out on you. And revival will follow you everywhere you go. His presence will follow you. Just your shadow will follow upon people. And they will get set free from demons and uh, set free from the bondages and uh, addictions that they have with just your shadow and they will get healed with just your shadow just your shadow will raise the dead in the name of jesus i ask that god will bless you and use you in a mighty way i ask god that he will pour his spirit out on you in a mighty way and he will use you in this end time revival may you be like the apostles in the bible the founding fathers of christianity how they walked in god's glory. May you be that way in the name of Jesus. May you be another Smith Wigglesworth or Reinhard Bonkey. They are just men like we are. and may, But may you have a close walk with God like they did. Pull yourself close to God and uh, let God pour his presence out on you. And you uh, may you be a pastor of another Brownsville-like revival. May you be a pastor of a church that's filled with Godly people and uh, people that are ungodly will run to the altar and get saved and get their lives straightened up in the name of Jesus. May you be more than an overcomer in the name of Jesus. May your bank account be full in the name of Jesus. I speak it over you. May your kids be godly and be saved and walk in godly ways and get free from this sexual immorality and drugs and alcohol in the name of Jesus. May your family, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or people that you uh, uh, have a burden for, may they get free from that. And may they get saved in the name of Jesus. May they get, uh, get a close walk with God in the name of Jesus. May they get free from that addictions in the name of Jesus. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. The people that you've been praying for for a long time, that maybe the biggest hindrances in their life is that they have ungodly people around them and they're friends with the ungodly people. May the hang, maybe they hang around with the ungodly family members that's hindering them from going to church. And I pray that they get free from them in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they will see that they shouldn't have ungodly friends in the name of Jesus, but they should have godly friends. And I pray that their eyes will be open and to see that that's through hindrance in the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. There's people out there that's praying for people. And uh, even that's listening this, they're praying for somebody to get saved. And the, the hindrance is they're hanging around with ungodly people or maybe un- ungodly siblings that's holding them back from getting close to God like they should, that's holding them back from getting free from that addictions, that's holding them back from having a, a godly walk I, I walk of righteousness, and I walk in um, being more than an overcomer. That's hindering them, and uh, they need to see that. Let me pray that that will break. Their eyes will be open, and they will see. And their ears will be open, that they will hear, and they will know what's the real issue. What's really holding them back is the people that surround them. God, I ask you that whoever's listening to this, that they've been praying for somebody, that, that, that they to get saved, and the, the person that needs to get saved has ungodly friends or siblings or family that they're really close to, and that's holding them back, and that's putting a condemnation on them, that they saying that they can't go to church, they shouldn't go to church because their friends and family uh, are. Are not right until they don't want them to get right. I pray that that will that they will see what the real problem is and they see how this person really is, that they don't really care about them because if they did care about them, they would want them to go to church. I pray that they will see that and not hang around them again, that their eyes will be open, their ears will be open so they would know who they, they should be around in the name of Jesus. I pray that they will see that and they will get free from them people in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, Satan, off of them. I command you to lose them. I command you to stop sending ungodly people on their path in the name of Jesus. Satan I command you to remove those ungodly people out of their life in the name of Jesus amen thank you for listening to this podcast and I ask you ask that uh, God bless you in every way and uh, I ask you to listen to the previous podcast and listen to the future podcasts that I do and I hope that God uh, uses them to bless you and you learn from them in the name of Jesus and I pray that God will protect you and bless you in, in everything you do. And this is Revivalist Here Ministries, copyright 2012, Revivalist Here Ministries by Chan Smith. And remember, Jesus is Lord.